back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are up one game to zero over the Florida Panthers in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, all things considered. I don't have as much of a voice as I normally do. Uh, I think you are also going through a little uh, little bit of that right now at the moment. You and I had I a day yesterday. We had a day. We had a day. We should we talk about day. it. We should. Uh, so it started with us standing in the rain or th- the wind and rain for about seven hours. Yeah, that was fun. That was at a that was at a baseball game. We weren't just like standing on the side of the road for seven hours. It's like a cliff. Although honestly, for a lot of that, might as well have been what we were doing. I think what was that, like four hours worth of rain delays at minimum. Yeah, like, where there was no baseball going on. It was just like music, and you could stand on concrete, and our phones were dying. So that was sick. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just like I was running into a bathroom to warm up. Like towards half of the game, I couldn't feel my hands, so I went to the bathroom and I ran hot water over them, and I couldn't feel it at all. Like I could see the steam coming up from the sink. I'm like, this is problematic. I don't have this any feeling in my hands. No, it's fine. I'm not too worried about it. I can. I was like, can't wait today. to warm up and go to a hockey game. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about that. Like we're gonna go to a hockey rink, and it's gonna be noticeably warmer. And it was like the temperature, dude. I, I said this on ITM, but. Monday, Marathon Monday, made me uh, discredit meteorology as a whole. I'll never trust a meteorologist ever again. For one no. thing, they said, oh, yeah, it's just going to sprinkle a little bit, and then it turned out to be a whole thing. But also, they, while I was standing there freezing and shaking, I checked, and it was like, oh, it's 52 degrees. I'm like, no, it it's not. It feels like 52. And uh, yeah, I went down and said, feels like 51 with all this wind. I was like, okay, well, then. I've never been a human person then. I don't know what I'm talking about, but who knows? What I did get is. worried for a little bit that we weren't going to make it over to the garden in time. Yeah. That we was made it of... like just in time. I know we were pretty comfortable. Like all things considered, like we stopped, we got lunch. We had a tasty burger at tasty burger. And then we, that we like showed up at, I don't know what I think the greatest bar. Is that what that's called? They had like, yeah, we went to the greatest bars. They're like, the bars are open on one, three and four. And we were like, what's going on on two. Like I do, you, you've piqued my interest. What's what's happening on the P- second P- floor? Two was like a UV light was on. Yeah, like, there's I was like, I don't know about all this. Or like a black light. Yeah, I didn't I'm want not to be a part of it. Two. No. So we kept going up. We're like, surely the higher up we go, the less populated it will be. Uh, which no. was the popular opinion because the further up we went, the more people there were. And then we we slammed a couple vodka Red Bulls. Which uh, were ninety percent Red Bull until the last ten percent, which was just one hundred percent vodka. Don't check my math. And then we we moseyed over and went went right into the garden. And from the get go, like I mean, I've been looking forward to this for I mean all year long, all year long. Like the NHL playoffs, the Bruins playoffs are my favorite time of the year, and it, it it's just not close. Nothing. I I my birthday is in late April. I'm like a one one hundredth excited for my birthday than I am for game one of the playoffs. <laughs> like it's not even it's not even a comparison. Well, I mean, and also part of that's age. Like, what are you gonna do on your birthday? Yeah, like, oh, cool, I'm 28. Awesome. Like that means nothing. Like, <laughs> not cool, a I thing. Might, I might go get an espresso martini somewhere, right? And, and then I'm gonna get... go to bed at 9:30. Like, because otherwise <laughs> I will be cranky. I'm just kidding. I stay up till one. Everybody knows that. Uh, but even just like walking down Canal Street. 
and then looking up to the giant North Station TD Garden sign, and then just you can hear the music playing. They had a DJ outside. They had all the ba- like a bunch of banners up top. Just like the energy, like you could just hear "Let's Go Bruins" chants from like the swaths of people entering the garden. Like it was unbridled excitement from from the crowd before you even got into the building. And then once I don't remember. It was even more electric. It was alive, dude. That place had a heartbeat. It was fantastic. We're so tired. <laughs> like we, yeah. both, we can't we both, both sound no like voice. Yeah, we sound terrible. Like, all right, it's gonna yeah. do. Well, yesterday, speed. yesterday was a, a day, dude. I tweeted it. I'll say it here. Whoever runs the production for the Bruins, give yourself a pat on the back. And by a pat on the back, I mean demand a raise. You are good at your job. The lights that they put on the handrails up and down every aisle, they like flickered to the beat of the music. They would change colors to like, send patterns around in circles. And then they had this sweet thing where they like kind of swept towards the ice and then flickered up to the it was top. Like a wave, of the a wave of light going from the top, top oh, down. That's brand new so too. Brand new. They were, I mean, that's they were right. zip tied on, so I don't think yeah. they're permanent installs. But even like last season, like that's not like a playoff thing. I don't remember ever seeing that before. So I love that addition. That was sick. The videos the music, the lights, all of it. Whoever was doing that, it was amazing. Like, if I was not a hockey fan and I went to this, like, within the first 10 minutes, I'd be like, okay, now I'm a hockey fan. This yeah, is no, this It was is so nice. And then, of course, the hype videos. They played on the Jumbotron, the hype video that they put out, the one that's, like, set to, like, a ticking clock, which I love. It was great. Yeah. And then they had, like, another one, like, probably unique for the game or for the garden where it was like highlights of like Bruins and Panthers, like history, like going back to like the nineties, like old Bruins, Panthers fights and hits. It was so sick. It was awesome. Like we both gave each other a look like this is new. Like, cause we, like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Before we watched in the garden, I showed you that first hype video because we hadn't seen it yet. And then Mm -hmm. that one started. I was like, Oh, and there's even a third one. That they made, and it's set to the music produced by AJ Greer, which is pretty fun. I enjoy it's like, that. What is that word? Go for it. Yeah, apparently he's pretty active on Twitch. Like I've seen, I know Posse is on Twitch sometimes playing Fortnite. Yeah, apparently people still play Fortnite. Apparently Pasta does. Probably just Pasta. It's it might just be him and Frank Vetrano. But even before all of this, like we were at the the Red Sox game and. Um, during that was when the Bruins are having their morning practice. And that's when it was like coming out that, Hey, <laughs> Hey, by the way, uh, Bergeron eh, questionable, like half the team is sick. Uh, Bergeron included Omar Omar like, eh. and Swayman are both question marks. Yeah. They had a call. They emergency called up Bussy for a third. That is a, that is a tight rope walk of a name. Anyways, you like Bussy? Uh, hey, oh. <laughs> There was a lot of question marks going into game one. And like it, it, I stuttered, stepped a little bit like going into that day. I was like, we're the fucking champs and we just got to prove it. Like we're we're the team. We're him collectively. And then all that came out and I was like, excuse me, one second. Uh, 
And then I was like, no, it's fine. Because then you look at the lineup that was projected and it's still like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, we're fine. Like, we're, your third line was Hall, Coyle, Frederick. Your fourth was Felino, Nosek, Hathaway. I was like, we're fine. Come we're on. good. Those bottom then, six is so good. And it's crazy yeah. to put any of those guys as bottom six guys. Yeah, they, I mean, they started the fourth line as they should. Um, and then so obviously, ultimately, the only person out was Bergeron. Mm-hmm. And so we had Olmark in net, which was, I mean, had we not heard anything about the sickness, that would not have been a surprise at all. Still wasn't really surprised because like the language wasn't like he probably won't play. It was just, yeah, Olmark maybe has something going on. Like that was kind of it. So I was like, I kind of still Mm -hmm. expect him to play. And we got Nick. We got Nick back. We got Nick. It sounds like but that illness, just, just to touch on it for a second here, it sounds like everybody's got it. It sounds like yes, it's a little all bit. around the room. Yeah. Like they're all dehydrated or whatever. Like they won't even like expand upon what the illness is because like it's the NHL. Why would they? Mm-hmm. They have a body injury. That's they said, enough. Well, they said it's a stomach bug. Somebody said it's a stomach bug. So yeah. I like, think, yeah. They're like so you puking can and pooping. Like, yeah. Both ends. Probably just pretty dehydrated, which honestly, dehy- if I had to pick a word to describe the Bruins play style last night, I would probably lead with dehydrated yet sufficient i would tag that on which is like we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that it's so fucking funny to me um but yeah so no bergeron last night no bergeron Mm -hmm. last night you still have zaka centering that top line i've said it before say it again saying it now it works i don't give a shit like i that that guy can one c in a pinch 100 percent. like he's so good and i and i like him there more than crazy because i don't like oh yeah crazy and pasta and I don't think I, I mean I love David Krejci. Krejci doesn't have the giddy up that Zaka does, and he does not have the speed to be a top line center anymore. He just doesn't. Still mm-hmm. incredibly talented, but like he can't keep up in that way. Nor do we really need him to. Like it's not like oh shit, we need Krejci to play that center role in the top line. We don't know if he can. I just between him and Zaka, I think it's Zaka's the obvious choice, all things considered. And yeah. it, like you said, I Very don't want him imposter breaking up. No, that's the bigger thing for me. Their chemistry this year is just unbelievable. So I, I don't want to touch that at all. But uh, the lineup that did come out, who else? Who was the odd man out? Grizz? Yeah, Grizz uh, was out for defense, which not terribly surprising. Uh, Defumi posted like a breakdown. I think it was Grizz against the Panthers. Basically, it was just highlighting like it. The Panthers play style plays very well against Grizzlies. Like Grizzly just gets bullied. And like we're we have the depth where that's fine. We're like, all right, sit this one out for now. If anything happens, we can lean on you, and you're still like a plus forty eight this season. You'll be fine. But uh, and then no Greer, no Laco, obviously with Felino returning, Forbert returning as well. Yes, uh, if you are on Twitter saying that Derek Forbert should stay away from the playoffs, you should stay away from the internet because you're wrong. You've been that's staying away from crazy. the games. That's crazy to me. Yeah, right? Like, I'm like, word, cool. Tell me you haven't been watching. Yeah, that was... That's that was all that is. That all that... that I, yeah. I've I've, <clears throat> I've come to realize in my time on Twitter.com that if the, if you can think something, someone has said it. Yeah. Yeah. And people so, just say shit with so much confidence. Like, I just got a haircut, and the guy was, like, talking to me about this and that with the team, like a bunch of stuff I didn't agree with. And then mm-hmm. I, I would be like, yeah, I'm like, well, they had Bobrovsky, like a two-time Vesna winner. And he's like, I don't know what that is. I was like, yes. Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. Here we go. go. 
cut my hair, please. Thank you. I don't all know what all. that is because I feel like I could study something for 10 years and I'd still be like, I'm sure there's folks who know better than me. I don't What's know. The, it's just a guess. It's that Dunning Kruger effect, the curve. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we could jump Scrolling into the game Catholic. itself. Yeah, that'll do it too. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I made a note of why, when we were watching the game that I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. was during the anthem, when the camera like sweeps over the bench and like shows the players, mm-hmm. when they were passing Clifton, you see him. Eyes closed, head down a little bit. Just take a huge deep breath. Like, shoulders up, held it, exhaled. Like, and I nudged you. I was like, yeah, that I like that. That guy, that's a dude taking it in right now. Also, that was Tyler Bertuzzi's first playoff game. Well, yeah. It makes sense. My man's been in Detroit. Yes, so there it makes sense. But, like, when you consider his play style, Mm-hmm. it's weird that that's a man that has not been able to play in the playoffs. Like he's such a playoff player. And you know, he has to prove it. it makes me really excited for what he's going to bring to the table. I think I expected this game to be a little bit chippier, although there were some moments of it. It's game one. So like it's kind yeah, of it's setting the pace for some things. It also ended on a big note that like, yes, we'll talk about. So, I'm sure it'll carry over, but I know that his physicality and his rat antics. Actually, I totally forgot he actually did have like a really great display of some of his rat stuff that we'll 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 get to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was also Zaka's first playoff game. Is it really? Yeah, it was one postseason game. Looking at the stats, wow, He's one assist. He's one for one. Wow, he's a Which point a game game player in the playoffs. Yeah, people are saying it. People are saying it. The numbers are saying it. Yeah, I mean, he was in New Jersey for forever, um, but I'm guessing what year did Hall take them to the playoffs? I don't know what year that would have been, but he must have been injured or something because like, he's been in New Jersey for one, two, three, four, seven years. One, two, three, four, seven. I'm rounding. Seven years. But I mean, both of those guys didn't look like they'd never played a playoff game before. Um, do we want to yeah. like go like through the game or kind of just like talk more generally about it? I know the moments that I want to hit in this game. Also, uh, Adam McQuaid, banner captain. Oh, Adam McQuaid, banner captain. Oh, no. Oh, uh, speaking of mullets. <laughs> David Posternock has a mullet and it looks incredible and not enough people are talking about that. Oh and my he god! He said where he got fo- it, and we should all go get one. He, I thought it was a Photoshop. Like I'm like, that's not real. Like they showed like one photo on Twitter before the game, but it was head on, like him mm-hmm. looking at the camera, so you can't really see it. It wasn't until they were showing photos of him warming up because he didn't wear a helmet, and now we know why. It was mm-hmm. him and Hathaway where the guys are not wearing buckets for warm up, but like the photos are immaculate. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, like. And this was like an hour after I, I bet on him to lead the series in points. And I was yeah. like, that was the smartest bet I've ever made. Like, also bet on him to score first. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. That was an exciting moment. Uh, but yes, I, I'm very thrilled to see that mullets are around again. Because Carlo is rocking the mullet, and so is Clifton. So Cliffy has a mullet? Cliffy's got a mullet. Cliffy's got a Did mullet I right totally now. totally miss that? It's not as pronounced, but it's definitely like what he's going for. He's trying. He's he's there in theory. And I appreciate it. it. 
but yeah so i mean generally so something i was referencing earlier when i mm. said dehydrated but sufficient yeah this was not a great game from the bruins this was like far from their best this was like not even, this was far from their goodest like it's was a, a it was an average game below average hell i'll even say it was not a good game for them really I don't think it was. I mean, they made it. They the third period, they were very locked down. Like they had the two goal lead or the one goal lead at that point, and made a two goal lead, and it locked it down. That's great. But for a lot of that game, Florida was skating around it. So the Bruins really took it over in the first few minutes. They got the pasta goal in that power play, and then the next like 10, 15 minutes, it was like kind of all Florida. Like it was like the Bruins are getting trapped in their own zone a lot. Florida was out skating them. They're out they shooting them too. It was yep, like okay. I think it was like yeah. seven or eight to one. Yeah, like we we were pretty surprised about that. Like we kept pointing out the shots, and it was almost two to one, like mm-hmm. the whole time. So, <laughs> how, uh, what's the word I want to use here? Discouraging must it be to be a Panthers fan, mm-hmm. where they played a really they played a pretty damn good game against Boston, and Boston sick and without their captain kind of showed up and still won three to one, nearly four to one. Which yeah. out of out of humor alone that happened. And the one happened. and the one was a kind of a gift. Yeah, a weirdly uh non-Orlov moment from Dmitry Orlov where he just yeah. threw it to open space right to Kachuk. Well, here's the thing. All right. <clears throat> well, before we get into the nitty-gritty of that, should we talk about the pasta goal first? The the power play. Yeah, let's do that. Bertuzzi to pasta, Ooh. no look between yes. the legs, backhand assist across yes. the crease. <sighs> Holy One. cow, dude! Dude, they the, look like they played together for years. They haven't played together this year. That's all year. crazy. Like, like their their chemistry is nuts. I did not like Bertuzzi on that line at first. Like you, I said in one episode, I was like, I'd much rather. I forget who it was, but I said I did. I wanted somebody else with that line with mm-hmm. Zaka and Krejci or whoever it was. Or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Zaka and Pasta. Oh my goodness! That I I. I can not believe how good that line is. Like that's so good, it's particularly like. I mean, I get why you'd say that because, like, I get why you'd say that because feeling wise, it doesn't. His identity doesn't fit in there like a glove. You know, that's kind of it. That that was kind of it. It 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 seemed not right the right move, and I think I was not giving Bertuzzi enough credit as a skilled hockey player because that yeah. was like still early on. Like when I thought of Bertuzzi when he was in the Red Wings, I didn't really think skill. I just thought, you know, a bit of a pest, like, can back it up a bit. But I did not understand how good he was at passing particularly and puck retrieval, which are two great qualities to have when you have David Pazernak on your line. Yeah, they they seem to work incredibly well together. Just that that display of chemistry to me, bro, was the moment that I was like, oh, damn, this isn't going to go well for that. Like, no, no, (laughs) this is... This is the power play that's struck. Like that was supposed to be the one Achilles heel that you could find on this team was like, I mean, they're not going to capitalize on power play chances. Psych. It's the first period of game one. And they, they did. Yeah. And that, that was right after they, they had a power play that they did not score on. Right. Right. And then like, also like, I know that the Bruins don't have a great power play, but taking two shitty penalties in the first, like six minutes of the game, I'll tell you, dude, Giovanni Smith, the guy mm-hmm. that the interference called that led to Boston goal, that guy's getting flamed right now. 
Really? By Panthers fans especially, but even to, like the commentators at the time, they're like, that you cannot take that penalty. Like that's a bad penalty. Which penalty was that? Remind me of it's that. if you go to the bear with me Twitter account, I just posted a clip of it because I was trying to find a video of it because I didn't remember it and there wasn't one. So I just I found a video of it. It's just Frederick is going through the neutral zone. Well, Smith gives away the puck to Frederick in the Bruins end, and then Frederick hauls it out of there passes it up and then smith just comes up behind him and like almost looks like he's oh, trying yeah, to almost slew, foot slew foot him. yeah 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 like he gets the leg underneath he doesn't get the full like pushback on the torso but that is an interference call all day long that second angle from the ice level is like way more damning mm-hmm. awful penalty to take like deservingly getting flamed like panther fans would like get him off the ice like he should not be there i mean that is that is uh, a great way to piss off your fans like yeah, i would like, be i would be bullshit if somebody did that on the beast they're like all most fans seem to be of the opinion that that penalty lost them the game. Like that's where it got out of hand right away. And like you can't do that. five minutes but, into the first yeah. period. Like a team that like is like the records like 43 one and three when scoring first. It's like, no, maybe don't continuously give them power plays, even if it hasn't been the best, which even still it is way better in the last month than it was in the previous two where it was problematic. It's way better now particularly now that yeah. we're, we're basically at a full roster again. Minus for that, like the captain. Minus that. Yeah, and another line I'm seeing from Panthers fans, and again, neutral fans, is if Florida were to steal a game, it would have been this one. No Bergeron. The team's mm-hmm. tired. They're sick. They came out slow. Yeah, they're yep. literally throwing up. Yeah, not playing very well. And they couldn't do it. And it wasn't like all that close because even, even when they broke through the Bruins forecheck or the back check, and mm-hmm. even in moments where they somehow got past the Bruins, like all-star defense, mm-hmm. fucking it's Linus Olmark in that. Like that guy looked like <laughs> almost bored. Like I'm telling you, watch his post-game interviews. That man borders on arrogant. Like he's just like, yeah, you know. Made some good stops. <laughs> also, watch his eyes. I don't know if it's a goalie thing, but they're darting all over the place. It's like kind of creepy. Like he blinks all the time, and his eyes are just like shuffling back and forth. Like it's like he's I watching that a might fly be a, around the room. That might be a Scandinavian thing, bro. You always got to be on the lookout up there. You know, you know There's what they stuff. say. They got creatures they and stuff over there. Hey, we got Wendigos and cryptids. We got our own shit. I think they have like actual yetis over there. Yeah. But dude, I I I was never worried about this series, but I am I'm the one who's bordering on arrogant after that game. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, dude, if they that's how you play against the Bruins who are like we're like, "All right, yeah. All right, just, you know, throw up one last time, get out there. We'll just make it through." Oh, we won 3 to 1. Word. Like cool. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's try not to puke until intermission again. What team in this league can beat the Bruins four out of seven times? I don't think it's not going to be the Panthers. I'll say that. Oh, it's so it's this. Sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. I was say I feel like, and I'm I'm could totally eat my words. So I'm knocking on wood as I say this. This feels already like a series that you look back and you're like, oh yeah, we they played Florida in the first round, right? Like, it's like, it's almost like it's this game will almost inevitably end in five or less games. And people will be like, well, that was a kind of a gimme for Boston, I guess. kind of mean. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, but like, it's before that, it's like the Panthers fans are like, there's some of them are like, no, like, 
okay, can we talk about the t-shirts real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a weird one, dude. <laughs> this is weird. There's a lot of WWE style shirts going on in the NHL right now. So WWE stuff going on in this series. Yeah, honestly, oh, right. yeah. Uh so obviously uh the Panthers would be the underdogs in this series, which is something that they are uh appropriating and then subverting at the same time where their shirts say lead dogs lead dogs we're which <clears throat> which means what exactly it's just like we're at the front of the pack we're not yeah the team underdogs. with 43 less points that got into the playoffs in the last game is leading the greatest team in the history of the national hockey league you got it. They have saying? they have to do it, right? Like they can't be like, oh yeah, we're way worse. <laughs> like we're just gonna open for an upset. Like they I get it. Like if, if I mean they kind of did. Like Kachuk did say, like he said something kind of to that extent. He was like, Man, if we're gonna beat them, we gotta play damn near perfect, which yeah. does sound like just pumping air in our tires. It's sandbagging, is what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's we, we were we had we had to look that up, but yes, like yeah, that's sandbag. God, they're so good. Who knows if we can even play with them. They're just so strong. We'd have to be perfect. Wink, wink. Hopefully we win, and then we can say that we were perfect. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, after the fact, were like, oh, we had we, there were parts of our game that we liked, and like we can hang with them. And they're not, not, they're not a bad team. Like, by no means, I'm like, do the Panthers suck? Like, they're a playoff team. Like, they have skill. It's just, this is a bad matchup for them. This is a very bad matchup for them. Like, it's going to come, like I said it before, say it again. It's going to come down to the defense and goaltending whether or not their offense can break through Boston. And it did not look like they could at all. Like the one goal they had came from a really great Kachuk shot and move. That was very impressive. But that was either a giveaway from Orlov or a bounce, a weird bounce off the corner boards. I couldn't really tell. Yeah, so it was cleared around. It was cycled around the backboards. And Orlov had somebody on his back. And so he pinched off along the boards. And I think the puck like caught his stick and just took the bounce right to Kachuk's tape. Okay. Uh, so yeah. it's like it's not like he cleared it out there. It was like a one touch. Like he like beat his man to the puck to the wall and then just one touched it and it just happened to go to the slot and right to Kachuk's tape and you know well, probably the last guy on that team that you want to have that opportunity. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> he sucks, by the way. <laughs> Your tweet, I mean, it's yeah. a non-factor, and then he scored like five minutes in the second. Yeah, hacked by Brady. I wanted to start a Brady's better chant, and I said it once. I'm like, he's not. Like, he's just like <laughs> objectively not better than Matthew Kachuk. He's just way more annoying. Like, we have yeah. really not in any way is he better other than no, like if yeah, your your goal as a team is just to draw penalties. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, the ice was particularly rough. I will say. And I didn't really think about it, but it's because they're way back and forth right now between the Bruins and Celtics. That's why. That does make sense. Because like it's all their Celtics are there tonight. Like they, it's it's I mean, not. Is that as, why? I mean, that's what a lot of people seem to be thinking, and I would agree with it. I don't know why else it would be. The Garden typically has pretty good ice. It's not the best, but it's usually very good. The, the like, Garden has weird ass bounces off like the stanchions, but like it's all kind of if it. it's all under chilled. And it's all constantly frozen. I just don't know why putting the floor and taking the floor would be a problem. 
I don't know. I don't really know the intricacies of it. Let's get one of the, the people who work there on the show, and we'll talk to him about it. Connor Clifton. <laughs> Mr. Grizzlick. He works there. Mr. Grizzlick. <laughs> That's who it actually is, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's how he just wanted Connor Clifton. <laughs> Cliffy, what do you know about Iceman? Like, I know it's somebody. Who, who is it? It's Grizz. Um, <laughs> like a few other random things. Like that cross-checking call against Charlie McAvoy is probably one of the softest playoff goals I've ever seen. I think it was uh, an entirely missed call. I think it was like the, or like a phantom call. I think the refs were like, I saw something happen over here. I'm just going to call this. I don't think it was ever seen what happened because there's no way. I'm giving the ref a big benefit of the doubt here. I was going to say. I just don't believe that it's possible a referee saw that happen and called a penalty. There's just no way. So if you're listening and aren't super familiar with what we're talking about, there was, I don't even want to call it a scrum. There's just a gathering of players. One of them had their back, like they were kind of facing the boards. And McAvoy comes in with like no speed. And just has his stick out in front of him. Does not make a pushing motion. Like his hands don't really move. Mm-hmm. And just skates into him and his stick hits him. And it's the guy waist just, high. Yeah, waist high. Guy collapses. Just falls right to the ground. And they call Charlie McAvoy for a cross check. And lie, I didn't really see it live like well enough to have an opinion on it. Like obviously you call penalty against the Bruins. The Garden is going to start the bullshit chant immediately no matter what. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't until i saw a replay on like twitter i was like you gotta be fucking joking it was uh lisa yeah, and lisa and uh i was like that is awful awful and it, it is a moment where you're like well that's at terrible. least we have the best penalty kill that's nice yeah it's also i think it also came at a time where it didn't matter i think it was 2-0 at the time uh the, the penalty was uh at the end of the first so it would have been 1-0 at that point there's three penalties in the first period, none in the second, and then that weird hold call against Foligno in the third. That one, that one, I was a little, I was willing to accept because, like, although he didn't hold him, it's like anytime you get your loose arm wrapped around somebody, or then like your stick gets caught around them, like it's gonna happen. That call's gonna yeah, happen. That's even that, a coin. That McAvoy like, I mean, cross check one, like if that was a close game, if that was a game six, and like it was tied early in the third, I would, I would be in jail right now like that's a that's a very very upsetting call in a bigger situation it's just it just didn't feel like a big enough moment to get all too upset about yeah it was kind of just like oh that was stupid and then you kind of move on yeah like yeah whatever and like at that point like yeah go ahead no you go at that point i I had nothing i had nothing you sounded like you had a thought um what was i gonna say it was also stupid was that Berger or was that Bergeron wasn't playing? Was that Marshawn goal? <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. We so you and I missed it, kinda, and that's my fault. I'll, that's my. I'll take that one. Oh right, because like there was like that fight starting in the next section. Yeah, yeah so this uh, we were in three fourteen and probably in three twelve. Two over to our right. You could just hear, you know, like you don't need to hear the words. You just hear the tone of someone talking and you're like, that's going to be a fight. fight. That's, that's someone's be mad. Physical like, and yeah, like I, my ears mm-hmm. perked up 
And you look over and it's just two guys yelling at each other about something. And I gave you like a nudge, just like, hey, fight. And you, we pulled Turner to the right and then bang, woo, like, like goal. And we we're like, uh... was, and I looked at you, I was like, all right, that's my bad. Uh, but that that goal, what a what an enigma Alex Lyon was that game. Mm-hmm. Like some amazing right to left, left to right push saves on two on ones. He had that great save. It was like Krejci to Bertuzzi crashing in. He was he jumped out right at the right moment, so there was like no room for it to come off of Bertuzzi's stick at all. And then you let in a little squeaker, like Brad Marchand, like looking for a rebound. That wasn't even a shot shot. That was a I'm just catch this and we'll take the face off. And it just dipsy doos underneath his glove and just goes right in. And that is embarrassing. That is a bad, bad goal to be letting And that's in. one like, that you needed too, because like you said, like the odd man rushes weren't really doing it. No. The the way that they normally set up the umbrella top across the top of the zone wasn't really doing its thing. It's like like you said, they looked a little a little sluggish. It wasn't their best hockey. Wasn't no. the best hockey. So like they needed one of those. They needed just a bounce. And my goodness, like Talk about a more unsuspected goal. Like yeah. we were literally looking the other way. We saw Marshy breaking <laughs> yeah. into the zone really and we were like, oh yeah, this is going to be nothing. Or is it? Yeah, that was uh, not great. That that's There's already some speculation about whether or not Lyon will start game two. The coach kind of implied in a way, like Maurice kind of implied it would still be him. It was today, right? That he said that? Yeah. yeah I, I, I even responded to something about it. Um, what did he say? He said, no goalie. This is uh no goalie announcement for game two for the Panthers, but it sure seems like it's going to be Alex Lyon. Quote, he was fantastic. Paul Maurice said, I don't know if I would agree with fantastic. Not bad. Like, he was good. I even tweeted. I'm like, he's better than I wanted him to be. Like, definitely a playoff goalie. Yeah. Or good enough to be starting. But I don't know about if I would watch that performance and be like, that was you did a fantastic job. That was fantastic. That was good. That was, I'll even say very good. But I don't, I don't, know, I don't know about fantastic. Uh, and they have Sergei Bobrovsky chilling on the bench. I know he's not been playing well. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But how do you have a guy like Sergei Bobrovsky on your roster, on your payroll, probably making quite a pretty penny, mm-hmm. and you are not starting him in the playoffs? Like that's weird. You know what? You know what you can't say is fantastic. What's that? Is an eight nine seven? It's not fantastic. Nothing not, sub nine. It's not fantastic. No. Um, and there, hold on. I just want to see Bobrovsky's. Um, season numbers here. I'm looking at it right now. They're not terrific. He went to play 47 games. I see four. He started 49 games, 49 games. And he went 24, 20 and three with a three Oh seven goals allowed and a nine Oh one save percentage. So he was below average. Yeah. But we'll say that far from Vesna level far from it. Yeah. I mean, so Alex Lyon, Alex Lyon hardly played. How did he get the game one start? Is there an injury we don't know about? No, it's because he was the reason they got into the playoffs. He started, he got guess. every, he got every, no, yeah, he got every start to end the season and was like seven and one with a nine, four, eight. Like he was stealing games for them to get into the playoffs. He played 15 games all year, right? Started 14 games and had a two, eight, nine and a nine, one, four. 
Yeah, but look, I'm telling you, look at the last stretch of the I season. Understand. That's, the that's why he's got the games. start. Yeah, that's what matters. He had the momentum. <clears throat> he had all the reason to be getting that start, and it wasn't good enough. And again, not the Bruins' best night, even offensively. Like the game ended with Boston having 29 shots to Florida's 32, but it was a lot more lopsided for most of that game. It was way mm-hmm. more in Florida's favor. Um, so some fun stats about shots. Yes. Do you want to guess who led the game in shots? Was it like Orlov or something? It's always someone I don't expect it to be. Who was it? It was Orlov. Was it really? Hey, yeah, yeah. he he'll just have like eight shots on goal sometimes. Like I thought, yeah, I thought you were looking at it. I thought you were no, I swear to no, it's bit. happened a few like, times. Oh, ha, ha. Yeah, no, Orlov led the game in shots. He had five shots on goal. That's good. Pasta only had two. The shots are weird. The shots were weird last night for sure. Marshy had four, Coyle had four, and then uh, on the other side, Ekblad led the yes. the team with four. Want to hear some weird shot stats that I found? Yeah. So Barkov had zero shots, mm-hmm. and the Fun. only other Panther who had zero shots on net was Mark Stahl. Every other Panther recorded a shot on goal except for Barkov like, and Mark Stahl. That is weird. That's bad. That like I and something like again, like I told you before, like I love perusing the other team subreddit to see them be upset about stuff. And they apparent according to them, uh Barkov is not a playoff guy. Like he like doesn't really oh. step it up and doesn't really step it up in the playoffs. Um which oh no. Ooh. <laughs> oh rats. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um I first of all I don't feel like the Panthers have ever, other than like what last year, have they had enough playoff experience to like be able to put Barkov in that box? Uh, I don't know. I can look it up. I can look up his. Uh, I just don't feel like they do. My gut I'm says not. no. Uh, some other some other fun little stats here. Well, well, I have these pulled up. Uh, Coil with his four shots also blocked four shots. Oh, I love that. That's such a good balance. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, led the team in block shots uh, with, with four, and then Forbert and Lindholm up up there as well. Um, and then Forsling on the other side, putting his body on the line. Okay. The team. Uh, besides that, dude. I mean, the the Panthers' numbers are all so even. They spread everything around. Everybody, they, they would have to against this team. That's true. Clifton hockey showed up a couple times. Yeah, there wasn't the the biggest hit of the night went to Florida. Hathaway got fucking buried into the boards, like booming hit into the boards. Oh, right at center ice, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Jesus, like like it was so big. I'm like Hathaway's not gonna let that one go. Like that, he took a number there. Like <laughs> like woo. Dude, uh, who look, who who did hit him? I don't know. Uh, that's like another thing. Like uh, I, after that we record this, I'm going to watch the Nesson replay, and I'm going to like try to get a bunch of replays with Jack's audio because uh, there is zero replays from Nesson's feed. Um, let's see if Twitter can help me out real quick. It was Ekblad. Yeah, Ekblad had like almost like a hip check. Ekblad. Yeah, that's good. Um. But the physicality was, it's kind of like we we're talking about like the temperament wasn't quite warmed up yet. There's yeah. also 
not really any a pre-existing animosity between these teams. Like not it's really. not like we're playing. If we played the Penguins game one, like I, that would have been a way bigger one. Like I said before, like we do have like a very dormant rivalry with the Penguins that wakes up every time we actually play them. You don't think about it much. It's kind of the same with the Rangers. It's like we joke about it. It's like not really a rivalry, but like they play like it is. Like they get right to it. Like there's always, always a fight between the Bruins and Rangers. At least one, especially with Brandon Lemieux. Just weird. Boston, New York. Hey, tale as old as time. Uh, Hathaway, dude. Well, we're on Hathaway. Oh, he's so good. One of the funnier things he could have done is take their fourth line center stick out of his hands just so calmly and coolly. Huh? It was Bertuzzi. What did I say? Hathaway. Were we even talking about Hathaway or were we talking about Bertuzzi? We were Did I bring up Hathaway for no reason? Okay. I was talking about how Hathaway got hit, but it was okay. Tyler Bertuzzi that just yanked Nick Cousins' stick out of his hand and took it to the bench. Yes. Okay. I just confused them. Speaking I, of Tyler obviously. Bertuzzi. Thinking, speaking of tough rats that play for Boston that came <laughs> here near the trade deadline. <laughs> there you go. Bertuzzi. Bro, that move is the funniest thing. That's he so good. He so calmly just like reached behind him to grab it. The way he grabs the stick is my favorite. Just like reaches behind him, grabs it, and so calmly takes it to be like, yeah, I'm going to break this thing. And sets it down. He, he like gives it like two shots before he gives up on it, too. And, and just, just like sets it down. It. Yeah. <laughs> the linesman comes and takes it back. <laughs> like the linesman knows like that's not yours. Yeah, like we we just watched you do that. <laughs> like, We're not going to penalize you, but that goes back over here. I love that. Bertuzzi's quote on it was pretty good, too. He said, I mean, it's playoffs. There's going to be some stupid things that happen, and that was one of them. Yes. There we go. Like, yeah, There's going to be it. some like, stupid things. It's it's the exact same vein as Brad Marchand stomping Cam Atkinson's skate or mm-hmm. uh, uh, stick when mm-hmm. they played it was like Columbus in 2019. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Just like, just going to fuck with you in really weird, annoying ways. That's like not inherently a penalty. Like you can't really call that a penalty, but it's yeah, like, what do you need to call off? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> holding the stick, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess there is actually a penalty for it. <laughs> <laughs> not right. for stomping on someone's <laughs> stick. Though. No, 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 no. That, that's, is that's there? no, just like there isn't one for licking someone's face. Not yet. Anyways, but, I guess you could put it all under unsportsmanlike, yeah. Yeah, there was there was some other shit. Like even the the beginning of the game, there uh, Montour had that high stick yeah. on Martian, where he just yank, he just was scratch, giving him a noogie with his stick. Montour also had that late hit on Pasternak. Yeah, was well, that was under the boards, right? Yeah, and that Ty, was, I think it was Ty, Ty Anderson. Yeah, Ty Anderson tweeted, "What a chicken shit finish to that play." Love that. Like, Love oh, that. Jeez, Ty, like. I've never seen. I was like, I've never seen him be that like volatile. He said a chicken shit finish by it was Ekblad elbowing oh. Pasternak headfirst in the dasher after he was whistled for penalty. Like, yeah, like that's trash. There were like we're getting there. Like, there's enough groundwork being laid in game one where like game two will be very interesting. Very excited mm-hmm. for game three to be honest. I'm very curious to see how this team goes into Florida. But there was like there's a lot. I don't know. Like there's there's this will be a good series. Like I I feel. 
I feel really excited because I feel like they're going to win it. So I don't have that like anxiety. Like I will going in, probably will going into round two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and then do, do we, did we talk about the J goal? No, that one, you were in the bathroom for that one. And I, well, <laughs> yes, because I went with two minutes left because I didn't want to stand in a 30 minute line. Yeah. It's so bad this year. It would have taken more than the entire intermission. I, so I went with two Easily. minutes left, and there's already a line that was out the door. And I was like, yeah. all right, this is. Yeah, we went to go get food and drinks between the first and second period, and it was it, it's your shoulder to shoulder the whole time. It's a madhouse right now. I don't know how, why that is. I don't know how the concourse seems smaller and that they got more people in there, but it both seemed true. Know. Uh, but yeah, that that was just like a classic. Like we threw it at the net. We're gonna keep digging at it. Yeah, the rest goal. And what was weird is it was just resting on Lions pads when Jake knocked it in, which was that's very- what was weird. I didn't yeah. get that. No, me neither. I it, it the first few replays I thought it was just underneath him, and he like hit the pads. And I'm like, ooh, that kind of that goes both ways. I was thinking like, just- why did why are they still letting the play go? Like that that was yeah. a little long. And then yeah, it was like the third upset. replay. It's the final, like the inside the net camera that made me realize like that is a biscuit sitting on top of his pads. That is just sitting there. I think it's Jake a second too. Cause like, if you watch him, like he makes, you know, he makes a play for the puck or makes a play towards the goal and chills for a sec. And then like his whole body, like it flings himself and his stick towards the puck. It's like, you can see the moment where he realizes like, that is a live puck, and they're not blowing it because the ref can see that the puck is sitting on top of his pads. Whoops. 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 And then the Hathaway goal, which was hilarious. I was super excited because not only did the Bruins go up 4-1, to one, but I had a bet for them to score four or more goals. So I was very excited. Uh, live, it was so weird live because like you, we had a great view of it from where we were. We were right on that goal line. And clearly like saw the it go in the glove like you saw the glove go up you look so tired dude you no, i I'm think here. you i think you just fell asleep for a moment like it was in the glove and he flourished mm-hmm. it and then it was just somehow in the net and i was like how embarrassing like that's crazy i thought he just flourished it out of his glove i thought I that's what happened i i didn't think that he flourished it i thought it was like bouncing on him or something i thought oh, okay. it just like like it it stuck around in his torso for a moment. That also would have been pretty bad. Yeah. But then obviously the first time you get a good look at the replay and you see Hathaway just smack his glove with his stick and it just goes out. I'm like, yeah, that's not a goal. Like you can't do that. But like, I think you, I've never seen that. I I think you you showed me that replay like six, seven, eight times before (laughs) I was like, what am I missing? Yeah, you were like, like mad about it. You were like, I was like, oh, that's not a goal. You're like, why? Why is that not a goal? I was like, watch. You're like, it hits a stick. You're like, I'm not seeing it. And there was like, I one, thought <laughs> there's like one angle that you really see stick making contact with glove and then it going out. You're like, oh, okay. There was exactly one, um, it, like you said, exactly one angle where, where you can see it. But up to that point, I had thought that the argument people were making is that he had touched the goalie with his stick earlier in the play 
and like, oh, like, yeah, that, that's interference. So I'm like, are we not going back far enough? Am I missing? Like, where uh, did he like tap his pad or his glove or something? And then this shot came in. Like, there's no way this affected how he bobbled this puck. Yeah, that would be different. <laughs> that would yeah, be that's totally what I thought. That's why I disagreed with you so hard. Yeah. I mean, it obviously, again, in the end, it was the right call. Um, it would have just been icing on the cake. Like, I, I was not really concerned about a two-goal comeback from Florida at that point. Because, again, Rowan's really locked down that third period. That was their best period, I think. Other mm-hmm. than, like, the first, like, five to five-ish to ten minutes, they looked really good. And, I again, just, like, on an off night, they still definitively beat this Florida team. So the first game where they're like awake and firing on all cylinders, it's going to not be even kind of close unless lion like really steps it up or they bring in Bob and he just like really steps it up as well. I don't really, I don't see any reason. It's going to take, it's going to take goaltending from them, Mm -hmm. which I don't think it's going to take a game wherein the bees are creating chances and trying to finish them and doing all, all the things right and they just can't get a bounce because like even when you look back at the games that we've lost this year which there aren't too many of those are the moments that or those are the the running themes of those games it's like just just stand on your head goaltending yeah and unless they're getting that from one of these guys they don't really have they don't really have a chance no razor had a really good line in morning brew where he was like that guy doesn't win you a cup like lion that that's all uh, you've seen enough to know that lion can't win you a cup that is a really good line yeah which is like and you need that like you need that you can't win a cup without elite goaltending you just can't like you're not always gonna have your offense you're not always gonna have your defense but you almost always need to have your goaltending like people were, I was only worried about Lyon because I thought he might, again, that almost chip on your shoulder, just young, something to prove. Yeah. Like, watch what I can do. You have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> and I didn't see that at all. Like, I shouldn't say at all because, like, again, he had really great moments that I was like, fuck. He had like three big saves. Yeah. And they all should have been shots, too. That's another thing is the Bruins need to be peppering this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I will say, like the two passes from Hall, they were it, the pass wasn't a bad play. Like they were, I would go as far to say probably the right thing to do on most circumstances. But also knowing that he's a young goaltender and your Taylor Hall, <laughs> maybe let a wrister fly. Like maybe like it's not look, a bad idea. Look one way and shoot the other kind of thing. The old David Pasternak special, but. Uh, but speaking of goaltending, Linus Olmark is your first star of the game with a 9-6-9 save percentage. Oh, my goodness. One for 31. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is your second star with two assists. Again, just phenomenal play from him. So excited to see more. And your third star of the game with one goal is Jake DeBrusque. Another good guy. Another good performance. I don't think anyone on this team had a bad night. There were like Nick was a little quiet first game back. Nick was I'm not, slow. I, yeah, Nick that's was a fine. Slow. Yeah, uh, um, he, Taylor Taylor Hall also was a little less involved than I would have liked him to be. Yeah, like he's getting his <clears> motor <throat> running again. Like he's he's getting up to speed, like literally. Um, but you can his finesse isn't quite there yet. 
Mm. But Pasta's going to be such a fucking menace this series. He's just going to be a, such a problem. I'm betting on him to score every game, and I'm not kidding. Like he's, pro- I think he's going to score every game this series. And even in the games he won't, he'll probably have like six or seven shots on goal. Yeah. Or three assists. Like Just, just on him to get a point, I think, is like the, yeah. the safest lock in the world. After that game, do you change your prediction at all for the series in terms of like how many games? I think we both said Bruins in five. Do you still feel that's true? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I could still see. I mean, honestly, game two is probably uh, as, as good of a shot as game one was for Florida just because the illness is still going around. If anything, it's probably spread a little bit more. Uh, Bergeron is still questionable for game two. I think if they're smart, they probably just sit him and just say, you know, we just won without him. That's what it is. He's questionable for game two. Yeah. He's not, he wasn't skating today either. I, I don't think we're going to see him for a bit, to be honest. I don't, I don't think he's really up for it right now. And I think if they're planning for a deep run and they're showing they can play just fine without him, don't rush it. Like until we need him or until he's like more than ready, like just keep him out. There's no need to bring him back for game two against the Panthers. No, like, not really. Think not in it. Boston. Like, no. I think when they dropped game three, the first one in Florida. Yeah, because they're traveling like fourteen hundred miles. They're not doing mm-hmm. well. They're probably not the plane rides. Probably not going to invigorate them from their illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the travel between the hotel and like where they practice or play is like pretty rough. Like, there's a lot of travel involved there. Like more than you would expect. I could and like they didn't win in Florida this year. They dropped both of their games. I would not be surprised if they lost game three. I would then expect okay. them to win game four and then win in, in Boston in game five. Uh, if they win game three, they sweep. I don't see any scenario where they don't. I mean, that's not true. I mean, they back against your wall. You could probably squeeze more one win out on home ice, but mm-hmm. I already was like kind of arrogantly like this is probably going to be a sweep or as close to it as the Bruins will have all playoff long. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like they came out and and wiped their ass with the Panthers. They didn't come out and no. beat them seven zip and like, you know, definitively put the stake in their heart and whatever. It's just, but it's the in play stuff, and it's also the the fact that you were well aware that's not the Bruins' best. No, and far when from they it. Bring it. It it's not going to really be. Uh, it's not gonna be a fight. There's 43 points <laughs> like, behind, between these yeah, two teams like in the standings. Not, yeah, like I said, this is yeah. once they get firing on all cylinders, it's gonna be an awful miss, awful matchup for Florida. Yeah. Florida's a pretty average team. Yeah, that's they're a high end average is probably and the most the gratuitous thing be. This is the greatest NHL team of all time. I'm glad that the the boss and getting sweat memes are gone already. That's I just needed that one win. Just what? shut the fuck up. Well, it's just Tampa. That's all it was. They're going to get Tampa. But now it's like they're still going to lose. I'm like, mm-hmm, bet. Like, literally, bet your life on it. We'll see what happens. Literally bet your life I on it. I will shoot you. Literally <laughs> die over this. Allegedly. Allegedly, I, I, literally die. And I know there was, like, some talks about, like, are they going to rotate with Swayman? Like, would, would Swayman get the third game? I don't think so. I think if Omar keeps playing, why would you bench someone who's playing that well? Maybe after the travel day. Maybe I do like your your theory of game three being the one. I like that better than mine. Yeah, and even still, like I I could be completely wrong, but we'll see. It, yeah. 
maybe that's the one they put Swainman in for after the travel and whatever. Especially if uh, you know they decide in game two to pepper him with uh, pepper Omark with you know forty eight shots. Uh, is there anything else in this game that we're forgetting? I don't think so. Um, I mean, probably, but I feel like those were the big highlights. And that's yeah, me too. If, uh, again, like I'm the Gibnesson feed starts in three minutes, so I'm going to be making a lot of clips. So if anything comes up, I'll just make a clip of it. And we'll talk about it in the next episode. But Perfect. I think for All now, right. I feel good. Uh, your Bruins are up one nothing against the Florida Panthers. Game is April 19th at 730 at TD Garden. Be there, in the words of Jack Edwards. Uh, and as always, especially now in the playoffs, we would like to thank you for bearing with me. Yeah, you, come here. Give me a kiss.